How's the quality of your relationship with your in-laws? Hey, Dr. Randy here from Intentional Living Today. What can you do? One thing that you're doing to improve that important relationship, because it is important. It impacts your spouse, it impacts your life, it impacts your whole family, and making sure that uh, you and I make our in-law relationships a good priority, a top priority, an important priority in our life uh, can change our life. And we're going to talk about that today. We got some stories already recorded, callers that we have recorded, ready to go for the show today. Uh, But you are welcome to call right now live and share your comments on our storyline. Love to hear one thing you're doing to work on improving or building a better relationship with your in-laws at 888 1717. Today, in-law relationships. Hi, this is Jean from uh, Ponca, Nebraska. My situation with in-laws has been such that I have been blessed twice over. Um, I was married when I was young, and I had fantastic, supportive, loving in-laws who were continued to be my friends even after their son and I divorced. Just we loved each other so much, and the divorce was very hard on them, and yet we have maintained our friendship over the years, and I still have my mother-in-law at the age of 93. She and I are still very close. So in-laws have been extremely important to me, and I was really blessed. Thank you. How do you respond to that? How about you in the relationship with your in-laws, especially perhaps if you've gone through a divorce or a loss, and do you maintain that relationship? How do you work on that? If there's children involved, you have grandchildren involved in, in the nature of that relationship, and at the same time, you want to honor God and, and uh, take care of your family. Lots of dynamics go on in in-law relationships, and again, we'd love to hear your story. Tell us one thing that's working for you that'll help someone coming up behind you today, because that's what Intentional Living is all about. We're in this community together, learning from each other what it means to be intentional in our relationships, with our finances, our health, our work, and certainly in our faith. And today... We want to zero right in on this in-law relationship, as I often say with a smile. When you have a name that ends in the word law, uh, it can be problematic at times. So again, come and join us at 888-888-1717. I will say this before we move on to the, through the show, uh, that my wife Donna and I, we've been blessed with the great in-law relationships. Uh, they've been very positive, and we thank God for that. And it's something you have to work on, work on every day. Work on uh, by investing, by being honest, by growing, not being critical, but being supportive and knowing what your role is as an in-law is to help your family member to be successful in that relationship. So we got about 25 minutes of a lot of help ahead as we talk about in-law relationships. Hi, this is Amy with Intentional Living. I was asking folks, what is your worst in-law story? They have this like very passive way of hating you where it's not like they hate you at all and that they perfectly like you and you'll be sitting in a room and they'll be like, well, hello. And they'll give you this look like you're the dirtiest, horriblest person on the entire face of the planet and that you should just leave. But they don't actually say it. (laughs) And it's probably worse than if they'd actually told me that they didn't like me. But I just had to infer from their actions. I had my first son and we were coming back from the hospital and when I got home I realized that my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law had cleaned my house and I just burst into tears because my first thought was that she didn't think my house was clean enough but in retrospect and after lots of drama (laughs) I realized that it was just a blessing. Boy, thank you for sharing that. That's a reminder how we can misread, we can put into another person's actions or comments 
the overlay of our own bias or our own hangups, our own expectations, our own stuff. And that can create difficulty. Wouldn't it be nice if we had perfect communication? We could really just ultimately communicate. I guess I'd ask the question, when was the last time you sat down with an in-law relationship, an in-law, and, and talk about the relationship, talk about some issues, if that's possible, if it's a healthy thing to do? It certainly should be. All right, let's go. We've got uh, Tyler on the line in uh, Michigan. Tyler, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, good. What's your comment or question? Um, well, okay, I've been with my, I'm not married, I've been with my girlfriend for a little over three years now, and um, we know that our relationship is headed towards marriage. Um, and I just have a little bit of insight on having a good relationship with your in-laws. What I've noticed is um, going back and forth, uh, going through one another with your spiritual questions, you know, seeking advice and and. Obviously, I go to her a lot, her mom a lot more than she comes to me because she's older and has more experience. Um, but there's been times where she's been teaching a class, and I'll bring up a challenging question that'll get us both to think. And that's great not only in our indivi- uh, me, individual walks with Christ, but it also helps uh, build that relationship between her and I. Well, you know, communication is a key, and I like that, uh, Tyler, in terms of you know, you're discussing things because many times people have a different worldview. They'll see things differently. There's interesting things come up as we walk in Christ. Uh, we read Scripture to be able to talk about it and grow through it and uh, stay healthy in sometimes disagreeing and learning from each other. It's a healthy uh, healthy process, uh, for sure. Um, so, Tyler, in terms of uh, your relationship or discussion with your uh, fiancé's um, parents, uh, when you have disagreements, how do you handle those, or, or don't don't you have disagreements? Uh, we don't disagree. Um, excuse me, disagree on things very often. When we do, it's it seems to be very minuscule and minute and not uh, a big issue. Hmm. It's not, we don't really disagree on on the large topics. So your worldviews are pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. critical. All right, very good. Thank you, Tyler. God bless you and. Um, I hope as you and your fiancé get married, you have a, a great marriage and a precious walk with Christ together. Remember, too, Genesis 2.24, leave and cleave, very important as you build that relationship uh, with her. Uh, you're welcome to join in. By the way, the top ten list of intentionals for in-law relationships, I shared the first one. Your job is to help your family member, the one you love, the one that made you that in-law, uh, be successful. And whatever that you can do to contribute to that is your job and your opportunity to do that. But the top 10 list available at our website by going to theintentionallife.com, theintentionallife.com. Earlier, we heard the worst in-law stories. Now, we've got the best. My former father-in-law, Lyle, was a fellow who served in three wars. He was decorated as a teenager, and that stuff all sat in a shoebox. I'm sure he's proud of his accomplishments. He really typified a generation. They did what needed to be done, did it well, and then got on with life. Lyle was a strong example, simply by the way he lived his life. Well, my mother and father-in-law were wonderful. They knew Christ long before I did. 
and they prayed me into the kingdom of God. And when I came to know Christ, I just bonded with my mother-in-law, more so than even my mom, because she didn't know Jesus. And uh, they didn't have a daughter, they had two sons. So they treasured having a daughter, and I treasured having a mother and father-in-law who knew Jesus. Isn't that good? Thank you for sharing that, Diana. What a precious lady Diana is. Appreciate you sharing that. You know, on this top ten list uh, of having healthy relationships with in-laws, number two on that list was to maintain realistic expectations. You've heard me teach, either in a conference or here on the radio, that expectations, whenever the expectations are larger than reality, is always going to create some level of disappointment and sometimes distrust, disillusionment, and other forms of separation in a relationship. So have a realistic expectation about this in-law relationship. Not all people are the same. Not all people have the same view of the world. And sometimes as a result of getting married or having in a relationship where all of a sudden you're a brother-in-law or sister-in-law, you didn't ask for that. It wasn't your choice. It happens to you. It happens uh, despite the relationship you may have with your brother or sister or what have you, that you have an opportunity now to really demonstrate the love of Christ in that relationship, which is a powerful thing. All right, here's a question from Nicole. Listens in Arizona. Welcome, Nicole, to the program. Thank you. Appreciate your call. What's your question? Uh, my question was, um, I had an issue with my ex-mother-in-law, you know, thinking that people were against me and everything, and uh, I'm back in a situation where it's healthier. I have myself um, more together, and, you know, I found myself. Um, I kind of live by the serenity prayer every mm-hmm. day. That's mm-hmm. what helped me, you know, get a lot better. Um, and now, while well, things have opened up for so not only for my daughter, but for myself, too, to where that relationship with my ex-mother-in-law is actually growing and actually better. Good. Um, but I have, you know, negative comments, you know, from my mom thinking that, oh, that's not a good idea. Um, you know, maybe you shouldn't be talking to her still. And I think, you know, in the past, with the situation that happened in the past, I think, okay, you know, that was right, you know. But I had to distance, I had to distance myself from from certain people to actually finally realize who is actually there for me. And now I'm in a, in a state of mind where everything's going perfectly fine. So I just kind of wanted to, like, make sure, you know, get, like, a reassurance that... Well, um, you, you're, it says here on the screen, Nicole, that there's a granddaughter involved in this. There is. My so daughter. your daughter, that's her grandmother. That's her grandmother, exactly. And your mother is opposed to having you have a relationship with your ex-mother-in-law or your daughter having that kind of relationship with the other grandma? Right. Is, is there any reason other than her feelings about her that would keep you from... I think from the past situation, because um, I got out of a situation where there was drugs involved. Um, I had a DCS case, and I went through classes. I did everything that I um, had to do, and I took that all the way to the fullest, and I accomplished everything. I finished everything. That case got closed. And now I feel like it's, you know, I, I'm a lot healthier, and, you know, and I feel like the relationship actually grew stronger for me and my ex-mother-in-law. Yeah. And when I tried to explain that to my mom, it's just like, no, you know, you need to realize how she did you in the past. And, 
you know, this and that. And, you know, I, I, can, I can put myself in my mom's feet. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to hold grudges either against anybody. Well, N- then, Nicole, let me, let me jump in. I, and I appreciate that. And we're not to. The Bible's very clear that we're to have forgiveness. But you also, as a parent, want to make sure that whatever the relationship is with uh, grandparents or other in-laws or anyone, frankly, with your child is going to be healthy and safe and all of those things. And you're the one that needs to assess that. That's why I asked the question, what's the reason? If it's just to hang up, I didn't like them, didn't have the same worldview, um, we didn't get along, I didn't like things she said. Well, that's one thing. On the other hand, if there's issues that um, involve the authorities or if there's issues of concern for safety and so on, then obviously you have to take that into serious consideration with your kids. But I think the principle here, Nicole, is as you grow and you get healthier, that you get good counsel. Mom is one of the counselors in your life, and maybe you need to seek some help and counsel from others, people who are objective, uh, to lay all the facts out and look at it and make some decisions that would be healthy. Uh, On the whole, on the average, we have to make sure that our relationships are built in such a way that God is honored, that our relationships can be strengthened, keeping in mind that uh, when it comes to these family relationships, there's always going to be levels of disagreement, um, but also taking into consideration, obviously, if there's reason not to uh, have the relationship grow or to keep uh, boundaries in place. Okay? All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go from Arizona. Let me go to New Mexico. Joanne is on the line. Joanne, welcome to Intentional Living. Hello, Joanne. Hello. Are you there? There you go. I knew you were coming. Okay. Yeah, this is Randy. What's your uh, What's your comment today, Joanne? My mother-in-law just passed away here, mm. and um, just a beautiful lady. Uh, there's just no words that I, you know that that can express how much love she had for her family, uh, for her children, uh, especially her grandchildren. And then, uh, as a daughter-in-law, she had so much love for us. And the way I decided, I wanted to learn how you know how she treated people, and I wanted to start treating people like that, especially being a daughter. In law and come into a family. Um, I just, you know, I thought I'm gonna. I want that. I want to be that same role. Mm. So I'm a, I'm a, um, a mother-in-law of two, and I'm hoping and I pray that I am the same kind of mother-in-law that I had. What were a um, couple of the things that practical things she did or didn't do know, that made a difference? A, a lot of, you know, a, she, you know, we when we would go and talk and stuff or um, just talking to her, she always had good advice. She wasn't never throwing anything in her face or bad mouthing. I never heard her bad mouth any of my my uh, sister-in-laws or any, anybody like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that, that spoke a lot of volume. I knew once I left that house, I knew um, I wasn't talked about or, you know, uh, and if it was, it was probably in good tensions, you know, this is what we talked about, or this is what, you know, this is what we said and stuff like that. So mm. to me, I just like, that's just what I want with my, with my uh, daughter-in-law and my son-in-law. Yeah, she had your back. And I just want, mm-hmm, she yeah. did. I want that same relationship. Uh, I hope I have it with them, but 
uh, I just knew when my kids were going to get married. I said, um, "The mother-in-law I have, I, I, that's what I want to be. I want to, I want to be, I want to be her." Um, well, you know, when it comes to in-laws, because I know I, I hear a lot of people talk about their mother-in-law and and our son-in-law or daughter-in-law, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I don't want that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have one like that. I think it, it is a good relationship with my daughter-in-law and my son-in-law. Well, good for you. That's and, uh, yeah. that's a tribute. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking Ruth and Naomi. That's what we want, the kind of relationship. All right, thank right. thank you for your call, Joanne. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. And God bless you. Share your voice, your story, your passionate perspective with the staff at Intentional Living. Just call 888-888-1717. We really want to know your ideas for future programs. Or we'd love to hear your story because you might encourage other listeners. And we'd love to hear about the issues you're facing that Dr. Carlson can help with. So tell us what's on your heart today. Call 888-888-1717 and talk to us at Intentional Living. Are in-laws a blessing or a curse to your marriage? Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. It says in Genesis chapter 2 that we're to leave and to cleave, and this idea of leaving and cleaving has very little to do with location. You can be far away from your family and still have problems building unity in your marriage. Or you can live next door to your in-laws and have great unity in your relationship. Remember, the role of in-laws is to support the one that we love, our family member, in being successful in that relationship that they've chosen to enter. Sometimes that's not easy to do, but our role is to pray for them and support them. And if we have advice that we'd like to offer, make sure that we're asking for permission before we do. So here's a one thing challenge for us for this next month. Agree and lovingly confront as needed if leaving and cleaving is an issue. That's intentional living. Visit us at theintentionallife.com. You're listening to Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. Randy. Thank you, Kurt. Uh, This is a big topic. A lot of calls, big issues. I want to get back to calls, though. Today, Suzanne is in California. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to Intentional Living Center. Hi there, Dr. Randy. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your question? I would like to know how I can approach my mother-in-law without offending her when I want to speak with her um, about something important and get her to understand without overreacting um is she a big overreactor um she is 87 years old her husband just passed away and she came to live with us and um we have had a pretty good relationship but since she has moved in with us um we've gotten to know each other a little better (laughs) and um i'm i'm actually in the nursing field and work with senior citizens all the time, so I think I have a pretty good approach. I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, but they're but, but they're not related to you. No, <laughs> no. So that <laughs> definitely has changed a lot of things, but I still honor and respect and, and have tried to approach her in a loving, kind manner. Yeah, but what, um, I, what I, I hear, what I hear, Suzanne, is a very loving, caring nurse. You want 
the best with your mother-in-law. She's living with you now, but there's some things that are bugging you that you want to talk about. Um, yeah. Bottom line um, is there's some things that are bothering you that need to be addressed now that she's living in the house with you. Right. One thing, very important, she's not a Christian. And that has been a very sore subject. Matter of fact, sometimes we'll be in my car, and she has claimed she doesn't hear very well. But as soon as I have my Christian radio on, um, she says, turn that down, that's too loud. She, she oh, she, she, <laughs> she had a healing yeah. on, her, on her hearing when she hears Christian radio. like selective hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, now let and, me ask a question. Where is your husband in all this? Is he hiding out, or is he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good word. He's he hiding out, he, yeah. He, I heard um, on one of the commercials, he, uh, her baby boy, yes. He's actually, there's only two siblings, my husband and the sister. And we inherited her mostly because my husband, he's retired and he's with um, mom-in-law all day. And I work part-time and... Um, when I get home, the magic begins. <laughs> yeah. Um, but see, what's going to happen, Suzanne, is this is going to move from a in-law problem to a marriage problem. It, it, and it kind of has. Yeah, and um, it will it will grow because I've seen this over and over. My 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 uh, my two cents on this one, Suzanne, is I would approach this more as a marriage issue between you and your husband as an in-law issue. Your your grandma's eighty. I mean, your mother-in-law is eighty-seven years old. Uh, that's not young, and she's getting closer and closer to that day when uh, the spiritual consequences of of in spiritual inaction are going to pay off here. And you really want her, I'm sure, to know Christ, to have a relationship. So you got this battle between want to care for her at the same time she's not a believer, creates tension in the home. Here's the bottom line: your husband needs to step up. It's his mom. He needs to take the lead. Uh, and you need to get with your husband, I think the two of you, sitting down, talking, praying, and being very clear on what are the specific issues. If mom's going to be here, that we're going to agree on, negotiate on, but your husband needs to take the lead with his mom. It's an uncomfortable thing. It's outside of his comfort zone if he's the baby boy and he doesn't want to do that. But bottom line, Suzanne, if mom is there and she's going to be with you, and you have an opportunity to minister and care for her, and you have the gift of doing that, you should not have to carry that burden, that load, uh, on your own to confront issues that need to be confronted. Because if you don't, it's going to create a marriage problem for you. Renee is on the line in New Mexico. Renee, welcome to Intentional Living. Hi, thank you. Appreciate it. What's your uh, question or comment today? Um, Well, I um, had a comment regarding um, in-laws. I'm separated. I've been separated from my uh, husband for three years now. Mm. Um, and in the beginning, of course, the relationship with the mother-in-law, father-in-law was was good. Um, you know, we got along. Uh, we also lived in different states, so that was a little, you know, easier for for me. Um, but um, as we as we separated and we went our our different ways. Um, Things just got tougher, you know. The the words got harder. Well, it's um, because they, they they obviously are taking sides. I mean, when you guys are separated, you got marriage problems. It's probably pretty understandable or to be expected that uh, they would sort of jump in and follow their son, you know. And that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's understandable. I I, I totally agree um, with that. And like in the past, I would. I would probably, you know, had fought back by words and 
by saying mean things or, you know, just trying to get back sure. and, and retaliate against that. But, you know, as growing intentionally with the Lord in my life now, I don't, you know, I don't have that need to go back and say, well, you, you know, your son it did this or did that mm-hmm. and, or you're this and you're that. And I'm, you know, that, you know, I, I'm, I was positive that that's the way I was before. That, that's now very I, healthy for you, Renee, because you're more likely to be able to reestablish a relationship with your with your separated husband if you you don't have the conflicts with the in-laws. Yeah, and, and it's 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 great because you know the kids will be you know attending the summer um, here pretty soon, so you know the parents are going to be coming after them, and you know just recently there was. A conversation to where the mother-in-law is jumping in and you know saying this and that but you know I don't I don't say anything back I just kind of I hold it back in and I pray I pray a lot now because it's what's getting me through of course and you know to teach my children that you know there doesn't have to be fighting you know there yeah. doesn't have to be a conflict between his family and and me anymore still good for you well so, listen you've made a decision to uh, to be mature in a difficult situation, and I applaud you for doing that. That is intentional living. I also would in be let you know we'll be thinking of you and praying for you that there could be a restoration and a renewal in your marriage. I'm sure that's a prayer for you as well. So, Renee, uh, thank you for calling and being a part of the program today. Thank you. Mm. He loves us no matter who we are, where we've been, what we've done. He doesn't tolerate us. He doesn't use us. He doesn't abuse us in our relationship with Him. He loves us. Four things. Number one, He sees us when others don't. He understands us when others don't. He acts in positive ways in our life when others don't. He cares for us when others don't. You know, during this month of October, we've been uh, talking about how God loves the unlovable and the unloved, and some of the examples in Scripture are so powerful of men and women who were unloved. And yet God came in and touched them in a very special way, uniquely. And that's what I placed in this lesson this month as a point of encouragement for those of you who feel unloved, those of you that have people in your life who are feeling unloved, The lesson this month is very practical. And you know, we've had a lot of people call and join to be a part of the Intentional Living family because you automatically start receiving the teaching every month from our mentoring center for you and this month on this topic. And here at the end of the month, it's the last call. And so I hope you'll respond today so we can include you into this as we focus on this topic of how God loves the unloved. And uh, you can join us today to help us close out this month and be strong. And I thank you for doing that. For those of you who are sharing monthly, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for standing with us. And a challenge maybe to someone today to share an extra gift, a generous gift to help us uh, toward closing out this month strong. All you have to do is go to theintentionallife.com to be included into this month's giving. Again, go to theintentionallife.com. You'll see the little donate icon. Click on that. All the information is there. Join us, be a part of the monthly support family. And as I said, we'll make sure that you start receiving each and every month 
by uh, email a video and audio copy of the teaching for the month and also a sort of a newsletter from the ministry and a way of saying thank you and encouraging you on your journey. And so again, thank you for helping us close this month strong as you go to theintentionallife.com. And you know, the, the message of this ministry is to figure out what pleases Christ and then do it. And when we do that, God gets the glory. And you know what? We get a benefit out of that as well. I'll see you next time right here at Intentional Living.